0: Sorry about my awkward energy.
1: (laughs) This is take two. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Podcat Podcast, the premier podcast of the Podcat Podcast Network.
0: Yeah, we have added so many new shows. Now, they are under the mask of some of our subsidiaries. Sure. Um, So a lot of new shows have been added to, um, you know.
1: And a lot of your favorite shows, let's just say, (laughs) may have had a a paw in that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm not going to name names, but I could really go for some breakfast cereal right about now.
0: And um, what does the P in NPR stand for? I think you know. (laughs) I think you know.
1: (laughs) And Uh, what is the first initial of me, S? Uh, Boy, I wish I had a town to live in, but...
0: (laughs) Golly. Anyways.
1: Anyways.
0: We're we're doing
1: fine. Allegedly. Yeah,
0: allegedly we're doing fine. (laughs)
1: And that we our podcast overlords.
0: Yes. So we're doing a lunch break podcast. Uh-huh. Um Sam and I just finished up all of our important spreadsheets and docs. Sure.
1: So oh, I now have a we... lot more important spreadsheets and docs to work through.
0: Well, so do I. So don't act so high and mighty. Get off your high
1: horse, Richie. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking yeah. of spreadsheets and docs, how's your Animal Crossing going?
0: Oh, it's going really well right now. I'm really stressed out about these turnip markets. Sure. Um, It's why I normally don't play the turnip market game. Uh (laughs) It really stresses me out. Um, Eden is also playing the turnip game this week and she bought a bunch. She spent every single penny of her money buying turnips on Sunday and then all week, she's been like, what's the return of prices? I'm
1: like, oh, oh, what's the like, prices? Burning a hole in my pocket. I got to get out of these. So, I saw you talk to her out of selling them at a big loss. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was like on Monday or something. She's yeah. just like, I got to do it.
0: Monday, she was like, so if I sell them now for 58 coins, I was like, don't do that. She's like, but if I have all this money. 58 is more than zero. And you're like,
1: look at this number. <laughs> look at this number. You're at a loss. So, we had to
0: pull out the the chalkboard and be yeah. like, "This is how that market works." Sure. <laughs> but now she knows, and she sold for a great profit That's this awesome. morning. So, uh, shout out to our friend Maddie for opening up her island for Eden today Yay, using a dodo code. So, thank you really made Eden's day. Uh, she was just like, oh, I could pay off my
1: house. <laughs> so you've been crossing a lot of animals. I
0: have been crossing so many animals. It's what I wake up thinking about. It's what I do right before I go to bed. As soon as I clock out of my, my work machine, I am on my cross machine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's pretty good. Nice. It is my favorite game. That's I great. mean, I've been playing it since 2003. Sure. So, yeah.
1: That's great. Yeah. It's been fun. And I, I uh, got briefly into the new Final Fantasy VII. I'd love to play a little bit more, but I'm trying to let the kids have a nice spring break that yeah. they're on right now. So I've been, uh, um, you know, giving them first, second, and third dibs on the PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but here at some point, I'll get back on that Final Fantasy VII remake. That'll be exciting. Yeah. I've been watching lots of The Americans.
0: Oh my gosh. The Americans. Have we given The Americans the podcast oh, podcast? No, we
1: need to. Ba bump. <laughs> They're really good. It's really good. We've been loving it. It's a it. good show. It's really fun.
0: <laughs> I'm really liking it a lot. I'm really excited that the show is over so we get to watch all oh, of sure. it. Oh, sure. Yeah. And we don't have to wait for any bullshit, you know, like, oh, next season on The
1: Americans. <laughs> so this show has been falling under the radar. I'm sure no one's heard of it. No one's heard give of it, the bump. it. Yeah. It takes place in the 80s, beginning in 1981 in season one. Mm-hmm. It is a six season show and it is about to deep, deep, deep cover. KGB agents who have been living in the United States for the past 20 years or so, they're married, they have two children, and it's kind of more about that, the latter than the former, about yeah. what I said. It's a deep, deep dive in the complicated marriage of two people who lead complicated lives.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, You should definitely watch it, and that's all we're going to tell you about it. Sure. Uh, watch it. Get yourself a package of Mentos and sit in front of your TV and watch it.
1: Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Good quarantine times. So we watch it on Amazon Prime.
0: Yeah, Amazon Prime. Um, you. we are staying up so late that as we as you know, this podcast came what out twenty late. minutes after the last podcast. What is
1: early? Time Ugh, has no meaning. Time
0: is so you're, hard.
1: You're using the before times right now. <laughs> this is that's really dating us to like a time when there was civilization and
0: Well, but I remember those times. i <laughs> remember I'm the before nostalgic times? For them. Those, those before times. We're a product of
1: those this before times
0: i talked to my granny on the phone yesterday Mm -hmm. um she will be 90 tomorrow Mm -hmm. 90 years old um i was before we moved uh she came and saw saw us as we were packing up the house and i felt kind of bad because we were really in such a rush to get our shit out of the house we needed to go and she's like 89 years old she's like i want to visit with you and i was like god damn it granny okay good (laughs) so but it was very nice to to visit with her she was really great uh but i was telling her like hey it's cool you returned back to your decade you were born in the 20s and now you're back in the 20s Mm. and she was just like oh yeah i never thought about it it's pretty cool um but I think I had said that to her before, and she was just like, yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> so, I don't know. She's like, yeah, Veronica, duh. duh. <laughs> yeah, my
0: granny's like, duh, all the time.
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah, it was pretty funny. So, I talked to her yesterday, and uh she was very concerned that, you know, like, she's like, the end times are upon us. <laughs> and I was like, yep. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue with you on this. Just yep, mm. <laughs> it's very funny, but yeah, it was good. That was great. So, what's something that you're uh, looking forward to post the end of days?
1: <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to being all-consumingly busy, in a but in a way that's like very mentally stimulating mm-hmm. and something that's mm-hmm. new.
0: Yeah, that'll be really fun. It'll be neat nice to see you in a new environment sure. where, you know, you're around other people that are like you, like ducks, you know, like mm-hmm. you're, you'll be with a flock of ducks. And I'm like, hey, there. Sam has found his group.
1: <laughs> Veronica, we asked each other what animal we thought we were the other day is what I think yeah. I referencing, and she called me a duck because it seems like I'm just effortlessly swimming. From the outside looking in, but only if you look real closely or underneath, you can see that I'm paddling furiously Mm -hmm. just below the water surface. Yes. Uh I do have some frantic energy, but I I definitely have a very um, professional.
0: You have a very calm and in control professional facade. There's an
1: in crowd, out crowd. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) to my personality. Absolutely. Uh Uh-huh.
0: So yeah, that'll be neat to see you with other like people. Yeah, with other ducks. (laughs) How about Uh, you? What are you looking forward to? um, I am looking forward to like going out and traveling. Mm -hmm. So that'll be really exciting, really fun. I'm missing. So one of the things I don't know about North Carolina. um, So it is wildflower season right now. It's like, you know, just really kicking off in Texas. Um, and so it'll be like, you know, tons and tons of wildflowers up until like probably July and then they kind of get too hot and they burn out and mm. some of the really strong ones will stay. Mm-hmm. But, um, I really love watching all of the wildflowers come out in Texas. It was one of my favorite things to do. Um, and, uh, I'm interested to see kind of like what natural or what flora is, is, you know, kind of indigenous to this area. So.
1: Yeah. yeah, that'll be so great. You are such a you have such a green thumb. You're such a gardener. I'm uh, happy to. I'm excited to be at a place where you can really explore that yeah. again.
0: For sure, for sure. Yeah, I'll be excited when we fucking get a a yard. That'll be exciting. That'll be very nice. Yeah. Who knows when
1: that'll happen? Dog management. The <laughs> yeah, dog
0: management will be so much easier. <laughs> you can just let her go out and poop when, when and where she wants. <laughs> just
1: let her be a wild creature again. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's so funny. I feel like Happy is one of those, like, she's like, hey, I'm a country mouse and you've all brought me into this here city.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, she saw dogs every day, like, not like every personally, but through the day. fence.
0: Yes. And I
1: don't feel like it was as big of a deal for her to see another dog in that context. But as she limpses another dog in this apartment complex. She flips out. She is
0: aggressive.
1: Yeah. Oh
0: my gosh. It's so She's a little annoying. dog, but I don't think that she knows that she is. She does not understand that she is a small dog. No. She's like, I have a big ass and that is all that counts. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Happy's a, happy's a trip. So. What
1: you listening to this morning?
0: Um, I am listening to, let me look on my podcast thing, because I always get the name of this show wrong. Um, Fake Doctors, Real Friends with Zack and Donald. So it's another one of the rewatch shows that are coming out. I was a really big fan of Scrubs. Mm -hmm. Um, I really liked Donald Faison from whenever he was in Clueless. And so I was really excited when I found out that he was on Scrubs and that he was making a show. So, um, yeah, I really enjoyed that show a lot. Um, And now they're doing a rewatch together. And during the... um, shelter in place and stay in home orders they're actually going to be releasing two episodes a week so pretty excited about that it's very fun yeah i like it it's really fun i have laughed out loud more listening to that show than i think i have like in a long time at at other podcasts Mm. so yeah
1: well thanks for asking i'm listening to 80s power (laughs) ballads Playlist by Spotify today. And You're I'm listening to
0: 80s power ballads?
1: Jamming out to them. Are,
0: what? Are, okay, can you tell me why?
1: <laughs> we've been watching The Americans. Yeah. And we've been watching Mass Singer. Both of which kind of okay. indulge in 80s power ballads. I played hockey for 12 years and those were... Oh my God, of
0: course. That was what
1: was just pumping all the time. So I'm a tiny bit nostalgic for just a real... Rip it and rip it, 80s so track. It, <laughs> so I've been I've been jamming out to those today because everything's been kind of scratching the itch for me. For that that's again. been
0: that's great. Sometimes it's nice to just have like a real belted out. Oh sound yeah. Playing. yeah, I'm
1: definitely having just full on just scream it to the little tops.
0: Yeah, that's music fun. playing. I mean, at least you're not like actually singing and belting it out. No, out I'm out. dancing
1: a little bit. That's yeah, like you are. Sink,
0: I tell you that the the girl that lived across or I guess shared a wall with me in my dorm. I, when I moved from one dorm to the other, um, I was on the, I was the very last dorm room in the hallway. So I had like a non-shared wall and then a shared wall. So mm. it was nice. I didn't have a shared wall on both sides. Um, but the girl that was on the other side of my uh, wall, she would belt out. And I mean, scream the uh, Nickelback songs. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. She was just, oh, it was awful oh my gosh and i would just be like i would like tap 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 and nothing nothing <laughs> i finally like I was like you're really into nickelback right and then she was like no <laughs> <laughs> but i mean it was just oh so constant it was so irritating oh my gosh yeah. what an aggressive move yeah well i mean nickelback at the time was actually very popular but sure. like no one wants to see and no one wants to hear that no. over and over that's why it's gone now, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was too much.
1: Uh-huh. Something else I've been really enjoying doing while a huddled inside is reading quite a bit.
0: You have been voraciously reading.
1: Mm-hmm. And we're listening to a book together. We're listening to, because we've never read it. Yeah. It's just a classic of American literature. We're uh, listening to How to Kill a Mockingbird. Or to Kill, to a, Kill Mockingbird. a Mockingbird. I think of How to Get Away, how with, to get murder. away with Murder. <laughs> it's merging with that. <laughs> Where does Annalise Keating come into this book? I don't understand. Yeah. Um, yeah
0: how, uh, how, God damn it. You made me say it. <laughs> to, to Kill, kill a, a mocking Mockingbird. Bird. Yeah. I can't believe that neither one of us read that.
1: Great. Listen. Use headphones. Use headphones. Don't, don't have that on a loud speaker Here's the thing. in your house. It's a worthwhile classic American. It's yeah. classic American literature. And it's, it takes place in the South <laughs> in old times. So there's some. So
0: if you don't know what the thing is with. to kill a mockingbird Uh um I hope that that leads you in the right direction. Yeah. But like, I had known that this was on the banned books or yeah. like for some libraries uh, and things like that for use of a word. Uh-huh. And to me, I was just like, oh, I guess I say it once or twice. Once and or like, twice.
1: Nope. <laughs>
0: we're like blasting it out in it was our too apartment.
1: Loud. Oh no! <laughs> and like
0: all of a sudden we hear it once and we're like, oh, okay, oh, well I guess we got, that's we the we one. Got past, you we got past it.
1: And then like two, three, four, five, six, seven. And
0: we're real like, it off. Oh, no. <laughs> our kids are probably like oh my god (laughs) our parents have changed they're listening to something normally they'd be like we're not gonna tolerate
1: (laughs) so uh use headphones so yeah yeah, we're using headphones listen to classic southern american literature (laughs) (laughs) when everyone is in their apartments
0: the reader of the audiobook is Sissy Spacek, who um, was raised in two towns from our town, from uh, uh in Lindale, Texas. Mm. So she's from Quitman, mm. and um, it's just a like twenty minute drive from where we live. Nice, so,
1: yeah. that's great.
0: We'd play football against them.
1: Wow, yeah, yeah. she's doing a great job. It's real. She's got a real draw. Oh my gosh, Which yeah. Is if you've ever
0: heard Sissy Spacek speak. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's a uh, she's never let go of her East Texas accent, kind of like Matthew McConaughey in that same way. He's never let yeah. go of his East Texas accent. So. Yeah,
1: and she gets hard, and it's it's nice because so far, at least, it's grappling with a lot of people who are on the fringes of of uh, society mm-hmm. in this southern town. So
0: yeah. So what's your next classic lit?
1: Oh, I you know I had. If you don't, can you vamp for two yeah, seconds? Yeah, of course. I'll, I'll tell you what my, my
0: classic lit is. The next one I want to listen to is Catcher in the Rye. So it's one of the ones that I haven't listened to um, because I skipped my senior year of high school. I don't know if I, I guess I skipped my junior year of high school, really. Um, I don't know if i missed some of the stuff or whatever that was important and would have been assigned at that time Mm -hmm. but like i know i didn't read animal farm or 1984 or any of those things and so like when i got out into the world people were like what that's Mm -hmm. like you know like high school shit and i was like i was never assigned that reading it was like not even encouraged Mm -hmm. reading like even on the book list it wasn't even on those so yeah you
1: know it'd be kind of interesting i think jeopardy has really made me interested in reading 1984 again because it's been I don't remember hardly anything.
0: No one knows what you're talking about. Jeopardy? Yeah. Has it gotten the podcast bump? Because if it hasn't...
1: <laughs> we got to bump Jeopardy because we've yeah. been obsessed, obsessed. Obsessed with Jeopardy. We've been loving it. Ugh. It's been real good. <laughs> if we you are... don't already know it, you should try It's a little nudge. I hope it, it is successful and is I able. To, I hope people are able to, able to watch it and it's able to enter the cultural conversation because I think it, it deserves it. I that. think
0: it matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That show matters.
1: But they had a, one where a mm-hmm. series of categories were about fictional languages yeah and so 1984 came up quite a bit in that and i didn't even think about that then i was like oh, oh. right yeah uh, new i think is the mm-hmm. fictional language that's in 1984 but ooh, it was biting and more relevant than ever when yeah. they were talking about the the dark euphemisms of of new speak and you know the americans is kind of that too that the nihilism of of Being so at odds with with your government, which I think people can have a special appreciation for. Do you feel like
0: people understand that more now?
1: I think so. (laughs) I think people have today a special appreciation for it. So it kind of both watching the Americans so much and Mm -hmm. then um, really like thinking about 1984 for the first time in a long time. Maybe we really wanna. Uh, actually realist, um, re, uh, read it, but with adult eyes for probably the first time. Yeah. Because I was, I was very young when I just... I, I don't even think we read the whole thing. I think it was just excerpts and chapter readings and stuff like that. So
0: One of the movies that we watched before we watched The Americans, and this was <coughs> not even it, unrelated, but we were just like, okay, well, we're home. We have to do... Well, you know, we're just looking for things to entertain our brains, right? So we watched the Kira Knightley um, Anna Karenina. Oh, that was so good. And it was so good it was a book that was recommended but i was like no too long not gonna read not gonna read that um but i really really enjoyed the movie it was so good and it was nice because there are some cultural references um in the americans to that Mm. and i was like oh hey i'm so glad that i watched that first yeah
1: i think i don't mind saying the context of which the cultural references are because i don't think it's too spoiler heavy but i would just say you can
0: spoiler anna
1: karenina (laughs) exactly (laughs) yeah but anna karenina is you know such a, a titan of of russian literature mm-hmm. such a, a, a great uh, piece of it and it happens to be the number one cultural touchstone for a character that you spend a lot of time in her head in, yeah in it and she makes direct references to the book it, not only that but like especially having just watched the movie and then just watched her in it it's uh it's the frame of reference she uses to as the entire central metaphor for her Absolutely. existence so mm-hmm. you know if you're if you're really following the podcast view list, watch Anna Karenina and then immediately watch The Americans. Yeah,
0: if you haven't seen or read Anna Karenina. Yeah, for mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so what's your next classic lit book that you're going to be oh, reading? Oh, it's
1: not like quite a classic okay. of American literature in the same way. It, you know, it's from the 60s, but In Cold Blood by Truman Capote was the next one oh, I want to read. Oh, okay. And I had a reading list of like 50 books that might be interesting um, or, or worthwhile to read uh, kind of in the year and a half. From when I knew, knew I was going to law school until when it starts, and I've, I'm like uh, twenty, twenty-two. No, I'm, I'm less than that. And I'm working on. If I finish everything I'm currently in progress of, I'd be twenty. And but I've like got uh, maybe like fifteen to seventeen completed. I'm not sure exactly how yeah. many, and then a few in progress. Um, but that that's just from there. And I'm, I'm excited to read it because it's, it's supposed to be a, a, a really um, seminal exploration of the of the criminal justice system in America.
0: Oh, neat. Well, that's cool. Well,
1: well, I read a lot of Truman Capote. I, I really love um, Breakfast at Tiffany's, the book. Mm, I thought it was it was really great. I've never read that book. Oh, it's, it's one of his.
0: Is that about... Okay, never mind. I'm thinking of a comedy podcast with Paul F. Tompkins or someone where they talk about how... Someone stole the Tiffany chandelier.
1: <laughs> you're thinking about Rain Wilson.
0: Rain Wilson. From The Office. From you're the thinking office. about Dwight Schrute Dwight from Schrute. The Office.
1: <laughs> Talking about how he would rob Tiffany's.
0: There we go. We've also been watching a lot of The Office. <laughs> <laughs> Our children are little preteens and they are super into it. And I'm like, cool, I love this show. So
1: Breakfast at Tiffany's is about these people encountering this young woman mm-hmm. who is kind of this. On a pedestal is magical and otherworldly, but it's also kind of chaotic and going through a lot of shit.
0: What do you mean, like actual magic?
1: No, no, like, like, a... like seemingly magical to to them. Like, okay, uh, and it's just kind of the wistfulness of like looking back on a a, a love that kind of wasn't, and it was just two ships passing in the night. Oh, I see. Okay, uh-huh. and it seems uh, sad. Um, yeah, but I like it, it's. It's not like a fantastical tragedy. You'll recognize. I think everyone goes through these things, and mm-hmm. it, it's very, um, um, it's very the the experience of growing up and, and meeting people. You know, I see. And has a lot of, uh, to me at least, anyways, had sort of the angst of 1st first relationshipness to it. Okay,
0: That's interesting. even if it
1: isn't a real relationship, the angst of like um, just developing. That and feeling complicated feelings for the first time, sort of a thing.
0: Oh, weird. Okay. That's, that's what not I got what, out of it. That's not what I would have. Uh, well, okay. That's that's fair. Mm-hmm. That's what you got out of it. Perfect. Uh-huh. I have to read it and give my.
1: It's a short read. It's yeah. I, I'd say it's it's definitely like a novella length.
0: Okay. Okay. <gasps> sorry. Sorry. Sorry.
1: <laughs> you don't to be sorry. about. am uh. out. Why don't we get back? To, why don't we call it there and get back to the old grind?
0: The old grind. But the show's only 21 minutes long. What will our listeners think? <laughs> that we only have 21 minutes. Actually, we need nine minutes of these to finish up our lunch break. So, yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>